listening to 525 Sports with Ace Finch and Cameron Schneider. What it do, baby? Back at you again, guys, with another special edition of 525 Sports with Cameron Schneider. Cam, say hi to the people. What up, peeps? For a minute, I thought I was with Dick Vitale or, I don't know, a, 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 an unsuccessful rapper. What it do, baby? This is Dickie V. Oh, that was a no, terrible that was, impersonation. That, that was, was Kawhi Leonard, bro. Oh, it was? You've never seen the clip on Twitter? No, haven't. Look it up. It's just him. It's just him looking into the camera saying, "What to do, AB?" Oh. Anyway, um, That's, that shows you uh, how much I follow the NBA. So yeah. there we go. Well, uh, we got a special edition for you today, guys. <laughs> every every edition is a special edition of Five Twenty Five Sports. Correct, it is. Um, Cam and I, frankly, Cam, it's safe to say that we didn't have any talking points. There are no today. no real uh, show prep put right. into today's uh, show. No real right. talking points. Pretty much I didn't even think about the show being today, I'll be honest, and then Ace texts me around, I don't know, two, yeah. saying, hey, what do you want to talk about today? I was like, oh yeah, it's Tuesday. I don't know. But yeah, no, today was, uh, it's a last minute throw together episode, but I think it's a good one. I think it's a really yeah, no. good one. So, so the idea is um, that we uh, each come up with five uh, memories uh, of our favorite memories. It can either be personal or like a, a professional setting. And and the reason that I uh, that I said they can be personal is because I think that sports are personal. You know, if you're watching a, a Chiefs game or whatever, oftentimes the first game that you watch is with a parent or a sibling, and you remember mm-hmm. that not because not because of the game that you're watching, but because you're sitting there with your dad, you know, watching the Chiefs game or whatever. So, right. Uh, right. You know, I remember my first, my first, my first time going to Allen Fieldhouse. They played UMKC and won by like forty. But it wasn't about them playing UMKC. It was about the fact that I got to experience that with my little brother. Is that is so, that not one of your top five memories? No, it's not. Oh, uh, I feel so, I have a yeah. feeling that you're going to get all sentimental on the crowd. I definitely. And I'm going to list like three of mine and they're going to be like, oh, it was this game and da, 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 da. And they're like, wow, Cameron, you're so materialistic. And you're uh, you're talking about actual team success rather than your personal uh, life feels. And uh, And I think I I think that's a good thing. I think it'll balance it out um, because all of mine are are personal stuff. uh, Yeah. With with my family. So. Uh, a lot of lot of uh, high school memories and things like that that nobody really teams that nobody really knows or cared about, but they're they're cool stories behind them. All so right. uh, I think people enjoy it. Then lead us off with a sentimental one. All right. So number five for me actually is a little bit of a of a mainstream thing. Uh, my dad was the head basketball coach at my high school for four years, uh, men's basketball coach, and there was a uh, there was a camp at. Uh, KU, and over a weekend, my dad is from Ottawa, which is right near Lawrence, and so my brother and I stayed and in uh, with my grandparents, and he was going to take us to the football game. They got tickets to that next day and the scrimmage that night, and as we were coming at, into, into Allen Fieldhouse for the scrimmage, uh, Bill Self was walking out, 
long story short, I got to meet Bill Self and uh, the entire team and give uh, the team a pep talk before the game. Uh, so the, uh, I'm sorry, I skipped over that point. They had a game the next day. Uh, Bill said, you know, I'll get you tickets uh, to, the, to the game the next day. They're playing Emporia State, ironically enough, our alma mater. Uh-huh. And, uh, huh. and uh, um, Bill said, I'll get your whole family tickets, but I need you in favor. I asked him what the favor was. He said, you got to tell the team three things they need to do uh, before the game. So, uh, so yeah, that's number five, was me meeting Bill Self and the entire uh, KU squad that lost to Bucknell in the first oh, round of the NCAA tournament. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, that... and, and but here, here's the cool part. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, here's go the ahead. cool part. The cool <laughs> ending to that story is two years later, uh, I was the manager of a middle school basketball team at the time, and uh, and we went to Burlington, which is where Tyrell Reed is from. Yeah, and he was scouting Tyrell Reed in the other gym. The gen- the janitor said, "Hey guys, Bill Self is in the other gym. Uh, do you want to come over and see him?" And, and he said, so "We want." Walked- said- no, met him already. That's old hat. Don't care. Yeah, Scrub. we walked. We, we walked over to the other gym, and he came over and shook my hand, and actually remembered who I was. And That's we talked cool. for we talked for forty five minutes to an hour. He and I. So, uh, so that was really neat. Uh, that's the coolest part of that story to me. That's was cool. At, at two years later, he came and and we had another moment. So uh, go ahead with your number five, Cam. My number five is my first basketball game at Allen Fieldhouse. Yeah. And I know this is very cliche to say that only KU fans will understand this, but it's, it is kind of like only KU fans will understand this. I was, I think, nine or ten years old when I, I'd gone to a KU basketball game before, but it was um, – a game at Kemper Arena in Kansas City. I think uh-huh. that was looking like 97. They played TCU. So I remember going to that. But and it was it was exciting cuz I was like, oh, I get to watch KU basketball like live. But my dad had always said we we got to get to Allen Fieldhouse cuz that's a a real KU basketball game. My dad went to KU. Uh, he was actually a junior or a senior when they won the national championship in 1988. So he was in Lawrence when all that happened. And like, he's like, there's nothing like going to a game at Allen Fieldhouse. So I can remember getting tickets for Christmas to go to a, a KU game. And it was KU against Nebraska. This is when Nebraska was still part of the Big 12. And I can remember going into the game and just the place being so hype. And then right before the game starts, they do the rock chalk chant. And it was like uh, monks chanting. And yes. it yes. is just like, I can still remember getting goosebumps when that happened. And, like 10-year-old Cameron and, with my dad. I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. I, I think yes. that team, the best player on that team was probably Kenny Gregory. Um, I love I Kenny Gregory. He was a good player. Eric Chenoweth was also on that team. Not a big Eric Chenoweth fan. No. Um, trying to think who else. But, yeah, it was a, it was a great time. And, I, and like you said before, a lot of the memory – not necessarily due to the um, the team or the significance of the event, whether it was like a major win or a major loss, but the fact that hey, I got to go do that with my dad, you know that 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 holds a lot of the the weight of the significance of that 
uh, sports moment for me. It was my first game at Allen Fieldhouse. Yeah. So, so number uh, – oh, by the way, the first time I went to Allen Fieldhouse was actually with my, my mom. And she uh-huh. didn't understand the significance of the moment. And uh, she mm-hmm. wanted to leave like eight minutes early. And we, we, if, you, if, you've, if you've never been to a KU game before, uh, you don't leave before the game ends, even if they're up by 50, because you want to see, you want to be take part in a rock chop chant at the end of the game. Uh, yeah. So we told her that we were not leaving and we didn't leave. And I was like eight years old. Yeah. So, uh, so but my number four is that it actually happened a month ago. Um, the, in there's a town in the White City, Kansas, that is um, that is right next to my hometown. It's about 800 people, and they have a big softball tournament every uh, every year on Fourth of July weekend. They close the softball tournament out on that Saturday with a with a really good uh, really good fireworks show, and uh, and my whole family, um, all four of my siblings, my dad, my stepmom. Uh, I coached them. We played in that tournament uh, about a month ago as a family. And so uh, to get together with them uh, and uh, hang out with them for a weekend and everybody, you know, most most people, not everybody, but most people drink all weekend and just play uh-huh. softball and get sunburned. But it is a really good time. Uh, and so that is getting to, getting to uh, you know, Hang out with my wife and my family and watch them uh-huh. compete again. Is all is a it was a really fun time for me. My dad is old and he was playing in uh, <laughs> in steel toed work boots because he's got a broken ankle and he could not get around the bases. So uh, he was waddling around the bases. Uh, yeah, but we we went two and two and it was a good time. So that's my how number old, four. How old? How old is Daryl? Daryl is. Uh, 59, he'll be 60 in September, and he is, he is going to play again next year. He said he wants to make it a point to play God again when he's 60. So uh, <laughs> he pitched, and he uh, he batted, and, and my, my, my brother-in-law ran the bases for him because my brother-in-law is young and in shape and fast and athletic. So uh, my dad is none of those things at this point. Daryl Finch, none of the above. Yeah, he does hold a (laughs) touchdown record at Independence Community College, though. So there's that. He Uh, does. He does. Home of the home of the Dream U Pirates. Yes, yes. He had four touchdowns in one game in the uh, in the eighties, or maybe it was the late seventies, and uh, so he still holds that record. So that's pretty cool. Huh. Learn something new every day. My number four is so. This is one of my weird weird things. Most people, I shouldn't say most people, a lot of people I talk to, their favorite thing about baseball is the offense. Hitting home yeah. runs, watching people steal bases, um, the, the scoring. Pe- people like scoring. I like right. defense. That's my favorite part of baseball. Dominant pitching, uh, diving catches, web gyms. So this kind of ties into that. Um, anytime I got to play catch in the backyard with my dad or my mom or my brothers or my sister, that's just that right. is like literally one of my favorite things to do. 
Like I could, I would play catch with my dad for hours on end when I was a kid. And when Kale got old enough to play catch with me, um, we would play catch forever. And I, I'll, I'll go home and visit my family today and I'll be like, Hey Carter, you want to go out back and play catch? And it just makes my day. And I, that is like, it's a simple thing. And at the time you're just thinking, Oh, I'm just, just staying in shape for baseball or dad's making me come out here to practice pitching or take grounders. But looking back on it, it's like one of the more simple things in life. And it's just like a relaxing thing to do. And it's a good memory that I have is just right. playing catch in the backyard. So I'm, I'm, I'm that way with, uh, with like Madden or 2k, with my brother. Yeah. Uh, because I can't compete physically with them. Yeah. So that was sort of our way to get at each other and have that little sibling rivalry. Yeah. Uh, is, to, is to just get at it in uh, Madden or 2k. So that, I'm that way with them as well. So I get what you're saying there. Who's the best. Cool. Who's the best. Carter. Def- definitely not me. Um, <laughs> I, I, I can, I can compete for like a half and then things just fall apart. Uh, so, so, so uh, kind of like you in fantasy sports as well against me. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same. It's the same thing there. Um, but, but what are we, are we at number three? Yeah. We're at number three. Okay. So I got a baseball memory here. Um, my brother Brock's first home run. Uh, it was, uh, he's a power hitter. He is uh, an offensive lineman that played baseball, but uh, uh, he could he could he was a walking double. Uh, he's got the RBI and he's got the RBI and doubles record at my high school, and he smashed them both. I think the record uh, it was either RBIs or doubles, but the record was like forty two, and he finished with like eighty six. Oh damn! <laughs> yeah. So uh, so he was a, a he either hit a double a home run or he struck out. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, he, he's Chris Dav- run- he was Chris Davis. Yes, yes, but better. Uh, he uh, he uh, he. We're playing at Lions in the Cal Ripken, uh, which is a subdivision of Babe Ruth baseball. Yeah. Uh, at like eleven year old and. Uh, and he hit one out against Lions and then stepped up to the plate in his next at bat and hit one over the scoreboard. And uh, and I just remember going, uh, going behind Doug out there and dapping him up and being so excited uh, that he did that. Um, and, and that was a, a really cool moment. Uh, we ended up losing that game. But uh, those two home runs, you know, are etched in my brain and will be forever. That's awesome. So, uh, yeah. So uh, he, I, rem- I remember the first bases, uh, first base coach's reaction specifically when he hit the second home run over the scoreboard. It was like, "Holy f! He's ten years <laughs> old and just hit it three hundred feet." <laughs> but uh, but yeah, but for he, he, any of you he, listening who never it. met never met Brock in person, he's a big dude. He uh, huge, huge. What is he? Six four. Six, well, he's about six one, but he's about two hundred and eighty pounds. He was a, a left tackle in high school, and so when I say he was a football player that played baseball, he looks like he can't do anything athletically. And actually, he was very athletic. We were at a basketball tournament once. Sidebar: We were at a basketball tournament once, and we were. Uh, Here's he Ace. Ace bo- taking over the conversation. I guess. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry, buddy. <laughs> he was he was dribbling the ball to four. 
and he pulls up for a three. And this dude in the stand says, oh, he can't hit that. And he drains it. <laughs> <laughs> because he looks like he's got no business hitting a three-pointer, but yeah. he can't. Uh, so, anyway, you're number two? Uh, number three. Three? Two. Yeah, oh, number yeah. three. Uh, Rolls World Series win. Got to put that on my list. Yeah. That was like – Absolutely. <sighs> I wanted to put KU National Championship on here, but – Oh, you didn't. I didn't. Did you? No, but um, do you remember where you were when you were watching the KU uh, National Championship game? Yeah, in my parents' living room in Lewisburg, Kansas. I, w- I was I was freaking in my, out. I was in my parents' living room too in Council Grove, Kansas. I remember having to pee really bad, and uh, you know, because the last three minutes of the game take forever. Yeah, <laughs> and so. I had to go to the bathroom, but I couldn't leave the TV. Mm-hmm. So as soon as they went to overtime, my dad, we embraced in a huge hug, and then he sprinted me into the bathroom. Sat you <laughs> so on the we pod. Didn't, so we, yes, <laughs> yeah, so we didn't miss any overtime. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Rolls World Series is number one for me. Mainly because, or not number one, it's my next one for me. Mainly because, I mean, I'm a diehard baseball fan. It's my favorite sport. But, you know, right. growing up, you faced this like I did. Everyone you went to school with, they weren't all KU fans. You went to school with a lot of K-State fans in high school, right? Yeah, and so a lot did I. of them, most of them. And then me growing up so close to the Missouri line, like Lewisburg is four miles away from the state of Missouri. And we're just in the Kansas City, Missouri area. So there's a lot of Mizzou fans as well. So like whenever KU – was successful at something there was over half of the people who are like like oh it's KU and whenever K-State was successful at something I was one of those guys who was just okay well it's K-State nobody cares but when the Royals won the World Series it like united everybody 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 so exciting I mean they had 800,000 people show up to the parade that is insane They'll have over a million when the Chiefs win the Super Bowl in February. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, they will. But, yeah, Royals World Series, that's my number three. Uh, my number two is another sentimental one. Um, my high school doesn't get to the state tournament a lot in basketball. Uh, they've only been, like, five or six times. Um, and my, my little brother, Carter, his senior year, they were seven uh, seed going into the sub-state. And so – uh, if you guys don't know, the sub-state is the tournament before the state tournament that you have to win to get into the state tournament yeah. here in Kansas. And so they were seven seed going into the sub-state, and they'd only won like eight games uh, in the regular season. And uh, and uh, they beat Eureka by like 30 in the first round game and then won their next two. The fighting, and my the, brother, the fighting Betsy Schmitz. The Fighting Betsy Smiths. Hi, Beth. Hi, Betsy. Beth- I haven't seen you in forever. I haven't seen Betsy but hello. in forever. She's not a listener. If you're listening, if you probably not. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, uh, my they they won their sub state tournament and then they got to play in the uh, state tournament in Hutchinson, which is not too far from Wichita. So my wife took a half day off because she's an angel, so I could go watch my little brother play in the state tournament and. There was about two minutes left, and we were up three as an eight seed over the number one seed. And my brother hit a huge three to put us up six with uh, about two minutes left, 
and they called a timeout. And my, oh. my other brother, Brock, was uh, standing up, jumping up and down like a white guy on the end of the bench with, uh, with three fingers up in the air. And, uh, and I was freaking out. And it was a cool moment uh, to see Carter do that in the, uh, did they in win? the state tournament. Did they win? They did not, they did not win. Um, uh, sorry. They, they were sorry. We'll, they were up. We'll, we'll edit that part out. Into, they were up direction. one. They were they were up one with fifteen seconds left, oh. and and our and our our inbounder got called uh, for a stepping over the inbounds line, and oh. then uh, Mar Marshall took the lead, and we had a great uh, opportunity to win it on the last second shot, and uh, and it just rimmed out. So, uh, sucky way to lose, but still a great cool experience and a cool moment. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, um, my number two is March Madness growing up, just March Madness in general. So, the way March Madness went down in the Schneider household, we would always do a family bracket, um, and it wasn't online. We would always do paper pencil. I would print out the brackets. Everyone in the family would fill one out. And we would track the games throughout the entire tournament. And the tournament always coincided yeah. with spring break, which was great. Yes. Um, so at our house, we had – we got – for the longest time, we only had one TV, and that was upstairs. And then we got a second TV in the basement. And this was, this was one of those TVs that was more so a piece of furniture than it was a TV – it had <laughs> it had like the the wood paneling on the sides and the speakers yeah. were built into the wood and then it was like a tube for the the screen not an actual like monitor so kale and i and this is like right at the at the time we got internet we didn't get internet in my house until i was probably a freshman or a sophomore in high school so at the dawn of the internet kale and i we would spend the first four days of the tournament in the basement. We'd have a, our, a laptop computer opened up on top of this wood box TV. And we'd have one game streaming on CBS's website. And we'd have another game on this tube TV. We would, you know, those uh, ice pop popsicles. You can buy them like a hundred yeah, yeah, yeah. at a time. We would eat yeah, for like a dollar. We would eat those all day. <laughs> all day and my mom would get so mad because we just we'd crack them open eat them put our empty wrappers to the side and we had a deep freeze downstairs so we're literally five steps away from a hundred some popsicles and we just leave our wrappers down there and watch basketball games and then oh wow look it's 11 o'clock at night better go to bed so we can get up in the morning and watch more basketball and yeah that was just so much fun and every well, and every it, NCAA tournament, I think about that like, oh, how fun was it to just sit in the cool basement because it feels great down there, eat, right. eat a popsicle with your brother, watch basketball, just spend the whole day doing that, and then grading brackets. That's just yeah, the best, the best. And there's, there's game, there's games now you can actually watch every single game on in yeah. the NCAA tournament, which is the best part now. Yeah, uh, and there's. In the first round, there's games till like one a.m. Yeah, that's the so, that's the best round uh, of the tournament. The the best time of the tournament is the first weekend. Absolutely. The the, I know a lot a lot of people like the round of uh, sixty four the best. 
I I like the round of 32, like the games that go to yeah. the Sweet 16. That's the most compelling yeah. television for me. I, I love watching those that. One, eight, nine, those, those eight seeds now, especially now, yeah. are some pretty decent squads. Oh, yeah, for sure. So. And like, okay, we'd watch the 215 matchups and we'd watch the 116 matchups, but those can get, in most instances, they're yawners. You know what I mean? Right. But that second round, it's like, all right, we got a, a four going up against a five. This is going to be a really yeah. good game. Or we got a six going up against a, a three. That's going to be a good game. So, yeah, match, right. March Madness with Kale in the basement. Kale, if you're listening, I hope you feel the same way, bud. What's your number one? That's awesome. Uh, my number one is um, my sophomore year of high school. Again, I was the manager of my basketball team. And, uh, and we were, um, and again, my high school's not an athletic powerhouse. We have one state championship in our entire school's history. One. And that's in uh, uh, women's, in, women's sand greens golf. In volleyball. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. And, and so, um, and so we had an opportunity to go to the state tournament for the first time in 29 years, um, when I was a sophomore and, uh, and we did it. Um, against our rivals who had beaten us three times that year on their home floor. And uh, when the game was over, my cousin literally carried me out to the, out to the team with the team to take pictures because she didn't have time to grab my walker. And so, <laughs> uh, uh, so, so she carries me out there and you've met Sisson, my friend yeah, Sisson, yeah, yeah. who was in my wedding was, was holding me up. And all of a sudden I hear lift him, lift him. And they lifted the team lifted me up on their shoulders, and I got to uh, to raise the plaque above my head. Oh, that's awesome! And then, and then uh, as they put me down, one of the guys that was carry was lift was holding me um, had really sweaty shoulders, and so we go to take the actual team photo <laughs> with the plaque, <laughs> and I am I'm going as fast as I can to the team photo because I'm so excited. Yeah, and so I'm going. I'm going as fast as I can, Which, and my hands uh, are sweaty. Folks, side note: fast as he can for Ace, it's not that fast. Continue. No, no, but but I was hauling in my mind. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but but, uh, but so I'm running to the team photo, and my hands are sweaty. So my hands slip off my walker, and I hit my head on the hardwood floor. Oh, and, dude! And everybody. Everybody's freaking out, and I'm like, "No, I'm fine. I got to get up and go take the photo yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because my adrenaline is running so high." Uh-huh. And so I got to, I got to hold up the plaque in the team photo, and uh, had a huge goose egg to show for it. No, it was on the back of my head, oh. so nobody could see it. Okay, good. Uh, but uh, I got to hold the plaque in the team photo, and that photo is still in the trophy case. If you go to Council Grove High School uh, right now, you can see a much thinner. Much younger looking ace, uh, hold, with a goofy smile and braces, holding uh, the, road, the team plaque as we won the championship. Road trip, girl. Uh, and we can go eat uh, at the what's the famous restaurant in uh, Council Grove? Hey, the Hayes House. The Hayes House. But but go eat at the Saddle Rock though. Saddle Rock's better. That's Nobody not, knows that. That's not what I hear. I hear it's the Hayes House. That's what. That's what I'm telling you is local, so go to the Saddle Rock. All right. Use the local connection. That's uh that's what's best, I guess. I don't know. My my step my stepmom works there. So uh, I'm not biased uh, or anything, you, but <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
All right. So my number one memory is my first baseball game with my dad. It was, I think I was either four or five years old. And, you know, you, you don't really remember a ton of things from when you're that young. Um, right. But I can remember going to my first baseball game like it was yesterday. Um, the Royals played the Seattle Mariners. And we got super cheap tickets because at the time, the Kingdom was under major renovation. So for a stretch, all of Seattle's home games were played on the road. They were they were technically they were the home team on the scoreboard, but they played in the their opposition stadium. So Kansas City, right. since it was an extra game to their schedule, they they just did general admission and it was first come, first serve, and you bought tickets and you could sit wherever you wanted to. And we we sat mm-hmm. like way, way, way low. And um, me being four years old, I thought it was the coolest thing that the stadium was massive. I wanted to sit in like section 400, very, very top row. So like midway through the <laughs> midway through the game, my dad took me up to like the very, mm-hmm. very top. I thought that was the coolest thing. I got a Royals baseball, not like, not like a foul ball hit to me, but uh, a baseball that was blue and white with the Royals logo. Uh, painted on it that's cool and i can remember that like it was yesterday so again not not like the not like game seven of the world series but right it's just a regular season baseball game for a a probably less than average team but since it was with my dad um yeah it's important to me and my dad my dad's still with us yeah it's not like he's passed away i don't want to make it sound like oh I love this memory because it was my dad and he's no longer with us. Scott Schneider is, uh, is, is uh, uh, 50, 52 and thriving. My pops is. Is, is Daddy, Daddy Scott Daddy is, Scott. Uh, is, he as, is he as big a Royal fan as, as, as no, you are? No. Um, no. I'm the biggest baseball fan in our family, I would say. Yeah. Okay. By All far. Right. See, my dad, my dad. My dad is like you. He watches or listens to the Royals uh, almost every day. Yeah, and uh, and he is a huge Royals fan. And so, my dad's a bigger uh, football fan than and, he is a baseball fan, for sure. Yeah. See, your dad and I, your dad and I would get along well. Oh yeah. And and have yeah. and have when we when we went to the baseball game together. Yep. Um. Uh. So, but that's that's our episode today, guys. Uh, we hope you we hope you uh, your your uh, wife and the tears away from your yes. eyes. And, uh, and, and thinking about your moments with your families, because that is what, um, sports are all about is, is, uh, I like for me, you know, and I'm sure for you too, yeah. Cam, um, my dad's the reason I'm a sports right. fan. So, you know, those, those moments are cherishable and, and you don't forget them. So, uh, we hope you guys enjoyed going down memory lane with us and we hope you thought about your family as well. And we'll see you next week on 525. Sports. See you guys later. Bye.